all universe, what's going on? Um, it's going to be another episode of Cryptic Views uh, today, or tonight. It's after midnight. And um, I kind of want to talk about the situations um, that have been occurring uh, recently. Um, these are not isolated incidents. These are incidents that happen regularly. However, um, some of them do get uh, make it to the mainstream media. Some of them don't. Um, some of them are recorded. Some of them are not. And judging by the tone, judging by my tone of voice, judging by what I'm talking about, I'm sure you know where I'm going with this conversation. I want everybody to just, you know, grab a seat, sit down, and just listen to what I have to say, because it gets deep. So yeah, recently um, we had a young man by the name of Ahmad Arbery, um, and this young man resided in uh, the state of Georgia, I believe in southern Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. And this young man was actually jogging through his uh, community, and jogging through his community. While jogging through his community, he was approached by two men. A father and a son. And you can just imagine the tone, right? We're not going to speculate as to what transpired then and there. The fact of the matter is, they followed this man. The fact of the matter is, I don't know if one of them might have been a former police officer or former um, DEA agent or something. I'm not even entirely sure what he was, to be honest with you. But they decided they were going to follow this man while he was running, jogging through his neighborhood to keep his body fit, to keep, um, to keep active, keep his blood circulating, to stay alive. And ironically, while taking care of his health, it just so happened that that, him going out for a jog, him going out for some fresh air to enjoy his neighborhood he ended up dying because of that because of a routine that he probably um, often did even if it was an isolated incident 
how does he not have the right to run around his neighborhood? I mean, listen, the individuals that approached him, I mean, the gall of these individuals. And I just want to know what mentality and, you know, what it is that makes them believe that they are supposed to or they have the authority to or they have the right to follow this man and approach this man and not only follow and approach this man that was jogging through his neighborhood his neighborhood but to also murder this man And then you see a few people that are like, oh, well, you know, he should have never resisted. What? He should have never fought back. What? Okay, so what should he have done, genius? Two men with guns? Sit down and negotiate? Would that have been the smarter thing to do? To sit down and negotiate? Listen, that's neither here nor there. Fact of the matter is, none of us were there. But we do know what we saw. We saw, again, another unarmed black man. Right? And I'm talking about strictly from the third dimension right here. Because beyond that, we are spiritual beings. But we're talking about this dimension and why this individual was murdered. An unarmed black man was murdered. By two armed terrorists, two armed thugs, a father and his son, who approached him with a common spirit, with a common belief, with a common attitude, with a common vibe. And they knew what they wanted to do. I mean, they don't know this young man, but they went after this young man and they murdered him. So now a family is mourning the death of Ahmad. Hmm. Imagine that. Imagine waking up in the morning and going for a jog. Waking up in the morning to take care of your health. Waking up, up in the morning grateful for another day actively engaging yourself in the day, immersing yourself in the day and then here they come deciding that you don't have a right in this free universe to run to jog to enjoy fresh air And that's bad enough that that happened. But even deeper than that, all universe. This murder happened in February. And it wasn't until May that these men were arrested. Hmm. We're not going to get into the cover-ups and all the corruption with that case at the moment. 
But I, I, I'll leave it to you to do your investigation as to what happened and why they weren't arrested. The men who murdered this young man were not arrested. So you go ahead and do your research. But there's another topic I want to talk about. And this happened as recently as yesterday. Well, the day before now, because it's like after midnight. And you had another man who was arrested, quote unquote, right? He was handcuffed, placed on the ground. Regardless of the situation, I don't even want to get into the situation. I don't care what he did at this point, to be honest with you. Um... But what transpired after that, after this individual was put down, face down on the ground, he was put face down on the ground in handcuffs, mind you. Another officer proceeded to put his knee, the hard part of his knee, the pivot, the point of his knee directly into the back of the neck of this individual and hold it there for minutes. Minutes, man. Listen, I, I, when I started watching the video, it was probably, I want to say, seven, after seven minutes, I was still seeing him with the with his foot on his neck, cutting off the circulation, cutting off the oxygen supply, cutting off the blood, cutting off everything to his brain. And as he laid there, as George laid there, George laid there on the ground, George begged for help. Please, please, I can't breathe. Please, I can't breathe. I heard George call out for his mom, mama. George is a grown man. Mama, what did George do to deserve this? Why did they treat George as if he was not? Uh... You may hear me breathe quite a bit through this episode. But it's like, what is it? What is going through the mind of this? I don't even want to call him an officer. This coward. What is going through his mind? What makes him, and as I look at him, and he just casually has his hand in his pocket, you know, casual, it's just another day to him. This is just another day. And this man is suffering right beneath him. He's touching. He's not even within touching distance. He's in direct contact and has absolutely no empathy, no sympathy, nothing. And he just knees him in the back of his neck, holds his knee there, cuts off his blood circulation, and kills him in broad daylight for the world to see. And as everyone stood there with their phones out, hey, listen, 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 listen. Stop, he can't breathe, he can't breathe. Stop, he cannot breathe, he can't breathe. Everybody's begging and pleading. He's completely disconnected with everybody that's around him. As opposed to those officers that were there associating and helping him murder this man. They helped him. They all helped him. Every single one of them. 
And they allowed this to go on. And when people were there trying to stop it, no, there was this Asian man in the front telling the crowd to get back, get back. The entire time, while this man can't breathe, completely desensitized, no emotion, no love, nothing, completely disconnected from the individual behind them, completely disconnected from his suffering that they are inflicting on this individual. And as I stood there and I, 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 I sat there and I watched, I was just incomplete. You know what? I, I want to say disbelief, but this, as I said before, this isn't an isolated incident. And all four of those individuals, all four of them, all four of those cowards, all four of them. Every single one of them are just as responsible as the man who committed it. They helped him commit it. And I just wondered to myself, how often has this man terrorized that community? How often were these thugs terrorizing that community? For him to be so desensitized and for him to do what he did right there in broad daylight. As if it was just another day, as if he just went into the store and just picked out some candy and was just like, huh, yeah, okay. It's just regular to him. Just regular. I mean, that, that you know, that, that the murder bothered me. It did. But that, on top of it, wow, okay. And that leads me to talk about, you know, something else as well, man. Like, listen, look, I see people writing. People are there. They're, they're upset. They're outraged. They are rioting. They are taking to the streets. And they are throwing objects. They're throwing water bottles. They're throwing whatever they could get their hands on. But they're just attacking the problem at the surface. It's a deeper lying issue than that. The issue is deeper than that. Basically, what you're doing is you're trimming the beard and it's going to grow back. Basically, what you're doing is clipping the hair and it is going to grow back. So while I empathize, while I really empathize with those people that are out there that felt like they've had enough, because I know, I feel it, I've had enough as well. While I empathize, pardon me, while I empathize with those people that have had enough, there are still those other individuals that took it upon themselves to express certain other emotions that they had pent up, pent up for, from different things, right? So they just wanted this moment to act out on their emotion. Right, and you already have a volatile situation, and then, then they just ignited it. But listen to me: throwing bricks, 
at police cars, throwing objects. That that's not listen. That what's that gonna do? You tell me what problems you're solving. Because all you're really doing is making noise. And if that's the start of something, then it's a necessary noise. But if this is just, oh, yeah, you're just going to throw things and just, you know, and, 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 and beyond all of that, right? You're throwing things at, okay, so some of those officers are assholes. But are all of them assholes? No. Some of them are just like you. Some of them feel the same way you do about what he did. But the ones that were covering it up, the ones that allowed it to go on, and any officer like that, we have no absolutely no sympathy for you at all. You know, um, it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. That shouldn't be what our intentions are. Our intention should be to attack the problem at the root. Whatever is necessary to attack the problem at the root, that is what we need to do. Not on the surface. What are you doing? What are you doing? Gotta get deeper than that. We gotta stop it at its root before it gets to the root. We gotta stop it before it starts. Well, I mean... Figuratively speaking, because it already started. But this, this attitude, this behavior, it has to be eradicated. It has to absolutely be eradicated. This universe is for all of us. This universe does not belong to any particular person or people. None. No group of people are superior to anyone. No one has any more rights on this planet than anyone else. And as far as that theory goes as, and it's not even just a theory, but the attitude that people sort of take where it's like, oh, it's it's not a matter of what's done, but who does it. As if your favorite entertainer does something, you give them a pass. And then someone else does the same exact thing. Oh, it's tabooed. Based on how you feel in your personal opinion. Not on universal truth and universal law. All universe, this is the harsh reality of things. Black men are being murdered. Murdered. regularly and I speak for myself and whoever feels the same way that we have absolutely no fear there is absolutely no fear and I say this not in the terms of courage I'm not pretending I'm not putting on a front that gentleman George Floyd was he was he was afraid he was afraid And that didn't stop them from doing what they did to him. He screamed for his life. That didn't stop them from doing what they did. So your fear is not going to stop anything. It's not going to stop anyone. 
and my condolences to his family, man. I, I, you know, that's such a terrible thing to even see, witness, and just. But burn fear. Fear is not what we need at this point. What we need is to take action. Right? You call up the attorney general, right? You call up whoever you need to call. And you let them know that we won't stand for this. Collectively, we will not stand for this. And it's not, listen, this is not just a race thing, man. This is a human thing. This is a people thing. Everyone, this is a people thing. Straight up. An injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. It just opens the crack up for more injustice. It has to be eradicated. The system's not going to work. It's, it's just not going to work if you want to isolate, isolate people and certain people are not going to benefit from it. It's not going to work. You might feel as if it's going to work, but that's not how this universe works. If that's how you want it to work, that's not how this universe works. So anyone that's out there over in uh, Minneapolis and they're feeling some type of way and they're feeling as if this is the only way that they can get their point across, they express themselves. I'm here to tell you, no, there are other ways that you could take action. All right. So, like I said, if this is something that sparks more action then so be it, because I can't blame anyone for feeling how they feel about it. I can't. Honestly, I cannot. If you're at a cracking, you're at a breaking point, you're at a breaking point. But those individuals that are using this, it just takes kind of just like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you know, you always wanted to loot. You always wanted to take shit. Like, don't use this man's death, right? Better than that. Come on. And I'm, you know, better than that. Please, better than that. This isn't this isn't the time for that. Okay. But George, you didn't die in vain, man. You did not die in vain. You did not die in vain. And this, I believe this will spark the change that's needed in this world. The entire world saw. The world stopped before that to see. This is not just people crying wolf. This is not just people just crying. This is reality. This is what's happening. But we're not afraid. We are not afraid. Burn fear. All universe. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I know. Listen, I'm going to have to meditate after this. <laughs> I'm going to have to meditate after this. Um, elevate my vibe. But that's definitely something that needed to be addressed. Um, so thank you so much once again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. All universe. I really, really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Listen, despite all of the stuff that's going on, man, we are going to have to elevate our consciousness. We're going to have to elevate 
our vibe. We're going to have to elevate many things about ourselves. And, you know, what I really want, what I desire, my deep desire is that this, you know, that we learn to look at ourselves as spiritual beings first before anything else, because that's what we are. We are spiritual beings before anything else. You know what I mean? And then the ego sort of separates us by race and such. And, um, you know, when things like this happen, it creates the, uh, a this versus that sort of thing, right? Where people are like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to hop on this side of the fence. Or I'm going to hop on that side of the fence. No, listen, listen. Deeper than that, this has to be, um, you know, a right or wrong thing. This has to be something where is, you know what I mean? And, you know, of course, like, you know, it's it's a perspective thing. But at the same time. This has to be, no, what if, I'm going to ask you, what if, what if this were your mother or what if this was your father? What if this was your child laying there? Mommy. What if this were your cousin? What if this were your loved one? What if this were your best friend? What if this were you? This isn't just a race thing. It's deeper than that. <sighs> Have a wonderful night. Goodbye.